For generations, we've held this truth to be self-evident. Our rights are granted by God, not by kings or parliaments, presidents or congresses, or even constitutions or laws. No less certain is this. The same God who gave us those rights intended for us to be self-governing. I'm Michael Quinn Sullivan with a reflection on life and liberty. Self-governing is what the people of God were before they rebelled against him and created a monarchy. Self-governing is what the American people most fully became after rejecting the British crown's heavy hand. Make no mistake, human beings are created to be self-governing. Just like a car comes with windows, this is a standard feature. Yes, you can remove the glass from that car, but the essence and function of the window remains. You can still see outside the car. People can have the drive for self-governance indoctrinated and enculturated out of them, but the framework remains. It's who we were created to be. Yet unhinged from its moral moorings, even the blessing of self-governance can go awry. These thoughts occurred to me as I stood in the dirt recently in the ancient city of Dan at the northernmost tip of Israel. This is one of the two places where Jeroboam created a golden calf to be worshipped by the people of Israel after the reign of King Solomon. Understanding how Jeroboam came to power is an important, if cautionary, tale. Despite his reputation for wisdom, Solomon had made a mess of things. This was not unexpected. When the Israelites demanded the God-ordained system of self-governance under his law be replaced with a human king, they were specifically warned that nothing good would result. The rotten reign of Solomon's son Rehoboam lasted about 30 seconds. Before his father died, Rehoboam asked a council of men how to be a good king, and they told him, quote, be a servant to this people. <laughs> you can almost hear Rehoboam laugh. Instead, Solomon was barely in his tomb before Rehoboam proclaimed new burdens on the people. He wanted to be served. So the people, who had clamored for a king and all that entailed, simply decided they had no portion in the house of David, Rehoboam's grandfather. They decided to follow Jeroboam right into the arms of self-serving idolatry. While a car without glass still has windows. Replacing the glass with plywood makes the vehicle impossible to drive. An unvirtuous cycle was well underway in Israel. The people rejected God and asked for a king. They briefly had a king who honored God, but whose descendants honored themselves. They rejected one bad king in favor of another bad king. The people of God rightly abandoned their self-serving king, Rehoboam, but because they refused to embrace a self-governance grounded in God's law, they walked right into the arms of Jeroboam and his self-serving ideology. What about us? How long do we expect to enjoy the practical benefits of being a self-governing people when we regularly look for strong leaders to deliver us from the sin into which we have mired ourselves? The ruins at Dan are a grim reminder of where it can all lead. We should have no part in that. Rather than seek corporately after kings, we must instead seek earnestly for personal righteousness. Instead of looking for leaders, we should learn again to govern ourselves.
If you like today's Reflections podcast, be sure to subscribe, rate it, leave a review, and encourage your friends to listen. The Reflections podcast is presented by Texas Scorecard, and today's edition was produced by Luke Marshall in the 1836 studios. I'm Michael Quinn Sullivan. Thanks for listening.